Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, and we're going to reflect upon the gospel reading from Mass, which is taken from John chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. So in this chapter, Jesus is praying the great priestly prayer, and in it, he reveals that he's going to send his disciples out into a hostile, unbelieving world. And that, that sending is an extension of his own mission. So it's through their unity, their unity to the Trinity, their faithfulness to what Jesus has taught them, their eventual, the Holy Spirit hasn't come yet in, the, well, in this part of the gospel, but eventually that they trust that the Holy Spirit is informing them and does indeed inform them, remind them of all that Jesus taught. So it's in that unity um, and faithfulness and love, unity with each other, with the Trinity, love for the Trinity and for each other and for the world, that they bear witness to the Father's loving plan for humanity, that all can come to be saved. So, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost, except the son of destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I send them into the world. And I consecrate myself for them, so that they also may be consecrated in the truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, last Sunday we celebrated the Feast of the Ascension in Detroit, in the Detroit Diocese. And in that reading, the Gospel reading from Matthew, I remember when I was proclaiming that Gospel reading from the Amboite, this thought came to my head from this verse. It says, when they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. So the disciples are seeing the risen Lord. And it, and it, it says, they, they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. I think, the thought came to mind, what did they doubt? What is there to doubt at this point? They saw him crucified. They know he's risen from the dead. He spent time with them. right Before he ascended, he's already spent time with them. This isn't the first time they saw him. And then he ascends. Well, what could they have doubted after all that they have seen? So I was talking about this with, coincidentally, the next day as things work, um, my friend Steve called me and we started talking about that. I said, what did they doubt? You know, and I, and I we went back and forth and we thought, well, maybe they they weren't sure what they were seeing in the risen Lord, all the implications, but maybe they doubted because, you know, in, in the following verses, he sends them. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations 
Maybe they doubted that they were going to be able to do this without him present. Well, Jesus goes on to say that. And what made me think of that, that fact, that maybe they're doubting their own abilities or, or, or they're not sure how God's going to work in them because the Holy Spirit hasn't come. It's not Pentecost yet. This is the ascension. The ascension. They haven't received that full power of the Holy Spirit. Well, the risen Jesus directs the operations from, of the church. The ascended Jesus, I should say, directs the operations of the church. And the means by which Jesus directs the church is through the Holy Spirit. Jesus will go on to say in that verse, in that reading from Matthew, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me, and I am with you until the end of the age. So Jesus is saying he's going to be with you. He's going to act in us, in his disciples, through the Holy Spirit. We've been reading from the Acts of the Apostles over these past weeks, and we know from those readings that the Holy Spirit comes after the ascension. Jesus prays today in the Gospel reading, Keep them from the evil one. So that divine protection that Jesus speaks of comes through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, through that gift of the Spirit that will remind them of what Jesus taught them, that will give them the strength and the courage to carry out their mission. Jesus also prays, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. The unity of divided humanity is the will of God. So in this reading, part of what we get out of the reading is that the Lord wants us, is telling us there's strength in unity and that we need to strive for that, to strive to be in union with God and His commandments, in union with the church and her teachings, in union with His Word as it is revealed to us in sacred Scripture. We need to work for that. We know there's much division. Politics aside, even in our own church, there's much division. But we need to work as disciples to break down that division and to bring people together through humbly serving the Lord according to how He wants us to serve, not according to our own will. And just to think about the gifts we've been given in the Spirit. We've all been given in the Spirit. My son Anthony, my grandson Anthony, is going to be confirmed today just a few hours from now, and I'm his sponsor, so I'll be going there and, and act as my grandson's Anthony's uh, sponsor. And just to bring to our own mind what we've been given in the Holy Spirit and how it fits into what Jesus is saying and this call, the call to unity and the call to proclaim the gospel and, and help others to come to be saved. So confirmation from the Catechism brings an increase and in deepening of our baptismal graces. Catechism says this, it roots us more deeply in the divine filiation, which makes us cry, Abba, Father. So filiation is like a family relationship. How much more unified can you be? A family relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Trinity. A family relationship where we cry out to our God as Father. It's one of the great revelations of Jesus, that we have a relationship to the creator of the universe as sons and daughters. It unites us more firmly to Christ. Unites us. It increases the gifts of the Holy Spirit in us. The charisms that we're given, each person has a charism. 
And that's a gift from the Holy Spirit that's meant to be used for the good of the church, for the good of others. It's for us to be to go outside of ourselves and bless the world with. It's a gift from the Holy Spirit. Confirmation renders our bond with the church more perfect. It gives us a special strength of the Holy Spirit to spread and defend the faith by word and action as true witnesses of Christ, to confess the name of Christ boldly, and to never be ashamed of the cross. In the first reading today, St. Paul says, you know, he's leaving a certain community. He says, I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come upon you, and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come, perverting the truth, to draw disciples away after them. This has been true then in Paul's time. It's true throughout time. It's certainly true in our time. We have many false messages coming at us and at our children and at our families and friends. Savage wolves, if you want to call them that, uh, perverting the truth. Yes, indeed. Well, we're called by our baptismal call, by you know the graces that we've been fortified with in confirmation to be lights to the world. Disciples consecrated to the truth, set aside as bearers of the truth, united with God. We can be in confidence that we carry out His will and we know His will and when we stay obedient to His commandments that we learn from the church and in sacred scripture. Living in unity with the Trinity and with others we're called to bear witness and be light, lights to the world so that all may come to be saved in Christ. Go in peace, brothers and sisters.